All right, guys, welcome to the Nightly Commute, episode number two. And we're going to cover a variety of things, so uh, it'll definitely be interesting. But in episode one, we went over with some misconnections in a different area. So we're going to keep traditions going. We're here with Fazy and myself. What's up, Fazy? How are you today? Doing pretty good. I, I am fantastic today. It's been a great day for me. What about yourself? I can't complain. I can't complain. Uh, you know what? Funny enough, I, I, I was so zombie-like today. The over the weekend, I ended up going shopping, and I left a bag in a store. So today, I went to get that same bag. So I go to the mall, I get the bag, and I got some coffee over at Starbucks. And I'm strolling around Macy's because I needed some new workout gear. And then I left the mall, and I left the same bag that I came for. <laughs> yeah yeah so you, so you wait 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 wait. so you went there and you got the bag yeah and then you got coffee went around macy's and forgot the bag in macy's yep yep i ended up leaving the did bag in macy's it, did you call macy's and let them know that you left the bag i actually just went back for it because you know that was the whole point of the journey sure. was to <laughs> retrieve that bag and all i did was relocate the bag that's funny I ended up leaving with a different bag and all entirely. I'm like, oh, my workout gear, you know, I'm driving. I look over to my passenger seat. I'm like, you know, luckily I came for workout gear. And I was like, wait a second. That's not why I came. It's like, (laughs) oh, man, I got to go back. But you got both of them, right? Yeah, I ended up leaving with both. Yep, 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 yep. Good, good. All right, so let's see what we got here. Let's 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 just go through some misconnections. We're we're already looking at that looking to play one. That one's not particularly interesting. Here we go. It says <laughs> reply. This is a response right here. Uh, you said you were naughty. Hashtag that happened. This was about seven hours ago. So there's probably the original post here, and I'm interested to see how that is. You haven't been in your mid fifties in over a decade. You lying sack of bullshit. Oh, somebody struck a nerve. Um, okay, so that's um. You said you were naughty. Let's see if we can find that. You know, if you scroll down to, uh, you said you were naughty and needed some needed to be disciplined. I think uh, it's under blackmail. No, no, no. It's it's. Yeah, oh, there it is. There it is. Oh, there it is. Okay, let's see. <laughs> let's see here. So here's the original post. You walked up to me as I waited for my drink, and out of the blue, you said you could use an older gentleman like me to spank you every once in a while when you misbehave. I was very interested, but then some of my female co-workers grabbed me away before I could shake loose from them. You had disappeared. Still interested? Anyone else? I was in a suit and tie, mid-50s. White, well-built. You were white, fit, in your 20s or 30s. And then wow. let's see the second post. The second post said, you haven't been in your mid-50s in over a decade. <laughs> Sack of bullshit. Oh. <laughs> That's funny. What? How does that even happen? So that means that guy knew that guy or he's trolling wait, or wait, something. North of, north of Philly's Popeyes. North of Philly's Popeyes. Where are we at? Where are we at? It's right above gym workout partner. Oh, okay, okay. Man looking for woman, north of Philly, Popeyes. 
quite the long shot, but you never know. We had a brief conversation about Popeye's chicken. <laughs> I'm, I'm telling you, the last episode, we had a bunch of people that were at Taco Bell finding love. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Might just be me, but I think fast food is where you're supposed to find your significant. Well, you know what? There's a lot of foot traffic there. So, you know, I guess probability is a little bit higher. And who, what, what, what better thing than to be excited about? You know, the endorphins is going. You're talking about some chicken, talking about some tacos. Endorphins are sparking. Mutually, endorphins are just like going off and there's some flares. Wait, look at Look at a queen on her throne. A queen on the throne. Oh, let's see this. Just a well-built, older white gentleman in a business suit who saw you on the train at a suburban station. A fit white slash F female? White white female? Uh, Who looked like she wanted to use me for her seat. I don't mind. (laughs) Wow! I don't know. I'm not not down with the... uh... I'm not in with the misconnections lingo, but uh, I think that's white female. And she wanted to use me for her seat. I don't mind. So to post something like this, you would have to hope that this person, like we were talking about this last time, and you have to hope that the person yeah. knows about Craigslist and has had not only the same inclination. Uh, uh, right, right, right. They, they have to be familiar with Craigslist and misconnections on top of that. Exactly. And they uh, like you're hoping that they frequent miscon or that the exchange was such that they would go to missed connections and try to find you. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Like I, I feel like Facebook would be the first go to, but that's crazy. <laughs> I feel like I wonder if you could find out how many of these are su- actually successful and they find the person that they're actually looking for, not just some random person that responds like we did last time. Right, 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 right. And I see it looks like there's some more innocent ones here, but I'm not exactly positive. Here we go. Gym workout partner. Let's say this. We saw each other a couple of times at the Market Street PSC Friday night. You had a black workout gear and I was with a a trainer. I had black shorts on and a white t-shirt on. Get in touch. Like, like, like how vague is that? That's not even innocent. I thought he wanted a gym workout. Yeah, what? And that's so vague. I had black shorts so on vague. and a white t-shirt. Come on. It could be a million people. I was with a trainer. It's just wait, not enough uh, not enough detail. Uh, let's see. Lady Cashier Wawa. Here we go, Lady Cashier Wawa. You're a cashier at Wawa on New Falls in Brixtel, Oxford Valley Road. You're probably in your 40s and you just change your hair color and even look better. Wow, that's so creepy, dude. That is creepy. Why doesn't he just tell her in person? I yeah, hey, I like your new hair color. Like what? Like I understand not wanting to approach somebody because maybe uh, you're not up to it. You don't have the confidence that day. Maybe you're not in your best outfit. Whatever it might be, I totally understand that. But I don't understand going on this and being like, "Oh, come on, man." And what if she's not in her mid forties? Like, how insulting is that? Like, what what if she's like in her early thirties? Right, and it's like, uh, you're probably in your mid forties, and you just changed your (laughs) hair color, and you look even better. 
in your mid 40s god could you imagine finding that and being like well i work there and i just change my hair color but i'm not in my mid 40s that can't be right that can't be me i'm at, i'm 20 you know highway miles <laughs> 20. smiles in church look at this in church well you can tell he goes to church by the fact that he's on craigslist saying quite pretty yeah you were on the tall and blonde side on the blonde side can I just <laughs> like I understand when people are like he's on the taller side but the the tall I mean the blonde side I feel like you're either blonde or, or you're not unless or you or you could say they're brunette with highlights you know hair isn't I don't know that's, I feel like that's, that's not a way that's to describe it as a side that's a, yeah it's not like like he was on the skinnier side or the stockier side but the blonde side same row different pews i caught two deliberate smiles wow deliberate but you know what is so so funny the color of my coat whoa dude how many so uh, let me ask you how many times do you go out in public and you're like hmm yeah, I totally remember this one individual and every single detail about them. I think it's a, I think it's a certain level of over obsession. I yeah, think that that's what really it is. It's a small, minute connection, but it's like over obsessive because I caught two deliberate smiles from you. I mean, when somebody's looking at me, I personally make it a point to smile if a person is looking at me right right just because if we cross eyes i don't want to be freaking awkward about it especially if like (laughs) since i'm a male and let's say i just happen to cross eyes with a female not deliberately but let's say i just look in that general direction they notice that i'm looking in the direction and i see them i just i just smile as a friendly smile kind of like a hey and and you know i just look away and be about my business i think sometimes some people mistake friendliness for something yes for something more totally that happens to me all the time especially in situations that uh where it's part of the person's job yeah i completely understand that like like a waitress oh yeah 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 like like if if a guy thinks if a guy thinks that you're into him he's probably gonna leave you a bigger tip so oh why not Right, exactly. Like, it's in your best benefit to be as friendly as possible, but same goes with anything. If you're too friendly, I feel like there's a, like, oh, I, th- I think she was hitting on me. Or, oh, I think he was hitting yeah. on me. I think the best way for any of this to avoid any confusion and I think it's a little bit difficult nowadays just because of the... Everything going on with with media and and news, I think it's d- very difficult to um and and even and even views. It, it probably can be very difficult to approach somebody, but you're gonna do yourself so much of a favor by approaching them more so than putting a post on misconnections. And also, what's the worst that can happen? Right, they you say no. You miss you misread some signals. Oh, poor guy, you move on. Yeah, now, now you don't have to dwell on them. it. Exactly. And to dwell so much on it like, man, when I go home, I'm going straight on misconnections. <laughs> You've got the post written out in your phone already. You're just 
you're ready to get those fingers to work. Right, for right. 7-Eleven Chester, girl. We, we talked, talked at 7-Eleven <laughs> and was hoping to reconnect. This is good, but women only. What? What does that mean? So looking for one girl, but now it's just only women contact me, please, because I did not only specify <laughs> we're looking for a 7-Eleven Chester girl, but just in case some men want to contact me about this post, I, I need to include you not. it's women only. You, you better not. Watch out cute cafe person hi i've never done a misconnection before but you've been coming in the cafe where i work for a while now and i think you're really cute i made you food yesterday and today and you told me you were once a teacher i always try to smile at you and drop hints that i have a crush on you but it honestly feels too weird to be forward about it while i'm at work Maybe you feel the same way? Question mark, question mark. If you see this and are into it, please respond with your name of the cafe. I would love to hang out with you sometime. You're not so secret admirer. Little heart. So do you think this is a man or a female? Do Writing it? Yeah, writing it. I I think it's a man. I think it really, I don't. It doesn't seem that way, but something tells me this is a man. Maybe. I'm not sure. I'm but not sure. What, what exactly? Because because there the are misconnections. Make me, okay, sure. But there were some there's some women on misconnections. This isn't an entirely male platform. We got to put that theory to the test. All right. All right, let's see here. Um, Ebony female on the Broadway Street subway. No, they're asking for... They want to find the Ebony female. <laughs> I'm pretty I like positive. How, I just love how they think that gorgeous is a proper noun. Oh, yeah, yep, 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 Even yep. No, it's not a noun. <laughs> yep, yep, no yep. Way capitalize gorgeous, but clearly... Chinese food delivery guy. Whoa. Okay, so actually, actually, you might be correct because if I remember correctly from the last one we did, there were a lot of men thinking other men. Yeah, I don't think I don't think a proper right? woman would come on here. I yeah, I do. <laughs> woman, I do. Okay, nor would a proper man by that standard. You're right. You're right. But you know what? I think that there are some proper proper men out there who might uh who, I disagree. Who uh, in, proper in the sense of look, maybe not, maybe not uh, uh, personal qualities. Who looks normal, but is exactly you know, a exactly bit in the head. <laughs> sure. Oh my god, cute girls going on KFN. This is for the girl with the bigger ass. <laughs> oh my. God. <laughs> oh my god. God. So this is cute girls going to the KFN tonight. I don't even know what that is. This is the. Gr- I don't know what that is. This is for the girl with the bigger ass. Thought you were cute and enjoyed the combo. Would love to chat more. Send me a message if you see this. With the bigger ass. Do you think that they they wait on this? Like, do you think that once they post on oh. this, they're checking? Do you remember how fast we got a response last time? Oh, yeah, you're right. Minutes, yeah. You're right. Warminster Cable Guy. 
Oh, let me see this. Warming's... Okay, okay. We met at your place several times for fun. Played in your basement. <laughs> I posed as the cable guy. It has been a while, but let me know if interested again. Oh, my God. I swear to God, dude. I feel like... This... This is just... Ah, oh, man. There's just some CD people on here for sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. Blonde Wegmans. We were both walking across the parking lot. How do you how do you get a connection with somebody walking across the parking lot? We were both walking across the parking lot. I was talking economics with someone. And you kept looking over your shoulder at me. You seemed to be put, picking up what I was putting down. <laughs> casual, casual economics conversation. You're younger, but very attractive. Later, I saw you walking through the store with a coworker, and we locked eyes. I'd love to discuss economics with you sometimes. Oh, how boring. Oh How my god, that's, that's 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 a terrible pitch. I'd love to discuss economics sometime. You know, you know how you know when that would work? Never. When you're a freshman taking econ 101 in college. That's it. That's the only time that works. Oh yeah, there. for sure, for and sure. And it's like the first day of class. You both don't know shit. But that's your that's your line. I'd love to talk about economics sometime. And she's so into you that she's like, that was shitty, but you know, he's cute. Yeah, exactly. And no one, we don't really want to talk economics. No. It's just an easy, easy thing in common to, to bring up. Exactly. Okay, so short black girl who works at PetSmart. Mm. Man, we spoke a while about my dog. You have a great personality. I kept asking you dumb questions only because I enjoyed making you smile and you were really cute. If it's you, just tell me the dog's name or anything else. Specific. She sees hundreds of dogs a day, I'm sure. And this is one of those remember. things we were talking about earlier where it's customer service, it's their job, they're getting paid, they need to be friendly. It's part of their job. And one of, one of my, uh, sorry, keep going. No, I was just going to say, and uh, going back to what I was saying earlier, um, couldn't you just ask? Like, I, I, I don't understand. I don't understand why. Why they think this is a better avenue. I yeah, just don't, I don't get it. I don't. I don't understand it either. It makes no sense to me. Now, what were you saying? So I was saying that um, uh, a job I used to have, um, we would work one I would work one on one with people. And one time my boss said, Hey, um, can you do X with this person today? And I was like, who? And they were like, you know, I let's just let's just call this individual Ted. So like, yeah, but Ted, can you do this today? And I was like, I don't know who Ted is. Mind you, I've been working with Ted for like over a month, two times a week. And I see their name every single time I work with them because we have like charts and stuff. I didn't know who they were, but they thought that we were best of friends and they knew everything about me. So, you know, that was me, you know, being, um, you know, 
using you know my customer service knowledge to make sure that they had a good experience but i didn't remember anything about it yep 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 so wait somebody asked you to talk to ted no 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 i'm just using ted as a filler my boss was like can you do this thing with ted today and i had no idea who he was talking about oh i see i see i see i see but it was somebody that you had worked with yes it is someone that i had worked with for like quite a long time and I just could not. I just didn't know who they were. Gotcha, 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 gotcha. But but because of your interaction, maybe when you passed Ted, it looked genuine, so they thought you were best of friends or some shit. Yeah, Ted thought that, you know, Ted and I were best friends, but I couldn't remember who Ted was. Ah, uh, I see, I see, okay. And there it is, and there it goes. Like, that's it right there. It's just a person, you know, faking it till they make it or just having a, a genuine interaction and... um because of their job and someone else mistakes it for something else. And I think that's very common, but I think it is up to the individual to remind themselves as an adult, like instead of thinking this waitress is hitting on me, it's up to that individual to be like, okay, it's her job. This is part of her job. You know, Mm -hmm. she's working and I shouldn't, I shouldn't, shouldn't take this as something else. And if, for some reason, maybe you have a peaked interest, like let's say a waitress comes and she's just nice. Then at that point, instead of posting it on misconnections, it could just be a simple thing as like, hey, maybe you want to catch coffee or sometime or whatever. And and just be a man or a woman and just get either get shot down or shoot your shot. Exactly. I agree with that. I think there's a general fear nowadays because of um and 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 I think what it is is it's not a it's I think social media has made it more difficult for social media and also the news uh, I think has made it more difficult for a person to approach another person uh because they are accustomed and or conditioned to finding comfort in being rejected online like people will not approach somebody in person i'm i mean there are people out there who will um but i want to say like people like the people we had just went over they they find a comfort and i i know a couple people um who also feel the same way they just feel it easier to uh talk to a person online rather than have a conversation in 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 person i think i think a lot of people are just afraid uh why do you think that is i think part of it is some people grew up with social media and so a lot of their personal interactions have been you know through facebook myspace aim aol whatever it is um so they might feel more comfortable you know talking to someone through a computer rather than talking face to face. They also might not, they might not be able to deal with rejection very well, or they might have, you know, had a bad experience when they were younger, someone rejected them and all their friends made fun of them. And they still fear something like that when they really shouldn't because rejection is a very normal part of life. And um, they really have nothing to fear. The worst that's going to happen is the person tells you that they don't like you or, you know, their feelings, your feelings aren't reciprocated, which is honestly, who cares? There's, there's a billion, there's, you know, 7 billion people in the world, right? Something like that. You'll, you'll find the right person. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? Now I could understand 
I could understand. Um, well, I think I think the people on Misconnections are a, a, a special kind of people, but it does bring up. And when I say special kind of people, I mean like you got to be a kind of person to hold on to something like that. And then mm-hmm. go home and post that. Listen, I've seen some women that I thought were gorgeous in my opinion or um, like, man, she's really cute, blah, blah, blah. But it's a very, 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 very temporary thing. It's like you walk by and I'm like, wow, she's pretty. And you, you you acknowledge it. And if you're not willing to shoot your shot, you let it go. Uh, but never have I once gotten to the point where it was like, you know what? I'm going on misconnections. I'm going on misconnections. And and it it has never been the first thing to come to my mind. Maybe maybe Facebook. It's never been the last thing. Right. Never it's been never the, even been on the list. I didn't like, even know it existed until right. last week. Like I could I could think. Okay, let's say for example we're at a party or something or like a work party, and maybe I thought I had an interaction with somebody and I don't know how to get a hold of this person. Maybe I could see searching social media. I think that's not too uncommon. I, I know some people would do a little bit of uh, uh, Facebook investigating um, from time to time, but I don't think I, I I don't think I've ever once. I feel like you'd be making it harder for yourself going out of it. Right. Right. I agree with you. Or even Instagram. You know. Let's. Let's get into this next topic because we talked about it a lot. We talked about this individual last week and he's back again. Your boy soldier boy is back again with another, with another ripoff. He's now peddling PSP ripoffs from the look of it for just a hundred dollars. He's doing you a favor. They are normally $200, but he's such a nice guy that he's going to sell them on sale for 50% off just for you. Oh my god. And now for those of you that don't know, um Soldier Boy was recently came under some flack from the likes of Nintendo because he was selling um uh like an Xbox ripoff as well as a um D, uh, DS ripoff. And they came preloaded with games, which is obviously illegal. Yeah, the soldier game console. That's this is selling. incredible. Okay, yeah, as he uh as Fazy was saying, uh Soldier Boy has uh been pushing a variety of products, each one that is borderline mm-hmm. copyright infringement, but it's incredible. There there are changes on it, so uh and and they're rebranded more than likely Chinese products. So the thing is, you can find all of these products on Amazon for less than half of what he's selling them for. So why you would ever go to his website and think, I want to buy this product from him. Like, okay, so he has the Soldier Game handheld, which is sold out. Then he has the Soldier Game handheld again. (laughs) What is this, dude? I don't think he has this. Why is, I'm confused. So he has literally. confused as well. He has literally one product right next to another product named named the same same thing. thing. One looks like it's a, uh, look, it's a, it's called PVP, PVP, not a PSP, PVP. It's literally the same P from the PSP. I used to have one. So 
Oh my god, oh my god. look at this, dude. It's like a it's like a DS. Honestly, it looks like a DS PDP, I mean PSP hybrid. That's what it looks like. It looks like Fisher Price made a mock <laughs> made a PS- of PSP. PSP. Oh my god. This is incredible. It's $28. $28. God. Whoa, whoa, whoa. It, what is this? 8,000 in one game card. What are these like flash games? Oh like, my god, it must be. Oh my god. Package details, one lithium battery. I love that it tells you that it comes with batteries. <laughs> oh dude, this is incredible. Um I want to see Okay, let's say hypothetically. Oh wait, wait, wait. The soldier go back for a second. The soldier game controller game pad is more expensive than the soldier game handheld which has 8 8000 plus 80000 plus This is incredible. Yeah, 31 $31.99 for this Mad Cats ripoff. And look at the look at the look at the number pad. One, oh, two, dude, three, four. What oh is this? God. This is not even what a directional pad. It's a wheel. Wait, wait. They literally wait. Wait, what? Oh my god. It's a USB controller. Um it's turbo number one, and two, auto. three. What are these four. turbo? What are these turbo and auto buttons for? I can't even think what you would because most games don't have the capacity to recognize aftermarket controllers extra buttons right back in the day i remember uh if you had a mad cats like joystick or something like that they offered a turbo button and if you have the turbo on this was back when i played sega saturn but if you had the turbo on what the turbo would do would uh instead of you like tapping uh triangle as quick as you could you hit the turbo to turn it on a little light would come on to indicate turbo was on and you could just Mm -hmm. hold the button and it would spam it as quickly as possible as quick as the game allowed but this is incredible because um what is this supposed to be it's just a usb it's a usb gamepad which provides you controller and this is is how they market it look at it which is crazy because you can get um you can get a Xbox controller that isn't, you know, like the one, the black ones from Xbox for her $29. Seriously. And I know be, I know because I went to fucking like Target and bought one, right? They're, they're everywhere. And on top of that, it's not even, it's like this weird ass directional pad. Yeah. That's so weird. I'm so confused how he thinks he's. Oh my god. I want to look at this first one that he's selling because I uh, first off, I'm I don't know if I can believe that it is sold out. Like the only reason I say that is because who the hell is buying this shit, dude? And honestly, for a hundred dollars, a hundred dollars. Okay, what I'm looking up right now is um if people are actually buying this shit, Soldier Boy is taking over the gaming industry. One industry, uh, taking over gaming, one console at a time. This is by RollingStone.com's. The 28-year-old rapper and entrepreneur just announces new console, Soldier Boy Games. We went, we wanted to hear more. 
Uh, Soldier Boy's voice is breaking up. He apologizes. Culprit is his house. Blah, 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 blah. Well, I got Rolling Stones and Forbes requesting an interview. Oh, shit, is what he tweeted. Uh, Soldier Boy, his plan is to get Soldier Boy games in time for the holiday. And it's sell- and they're selling a, ple- a plethora of electronics, which we covered. Um, Soldier Boy game console can play uh, PS, so Neo the Genesis. The Soldier Boy game console, he took down. Right, right, right. Okay, so that's the first one. That's the first one. That's that we the first one. About. That's the one where he had all those tweets like, Nintendo ain't gonna do shit. You don't know how business works, all this shit. And he ended up taking them down. He ended up deleting a bunch of those tweets. And yeah, it was terrible. But right, right, God, right. Soldierwatch.com. It, these just, these are terrible. These just look awful. I'm going. You can listen, multi, multi-thread task mode. You can listen to music while watching eBooks. I'm sorry. You can listen to music while watching ebooks. I don't know about you, but I'm pretty sure you don't watch an ebook. Interesting. Support also, PC camera. Oh, you can tell. You can tell who who's it's been doing translated. this. Translated. This yeah, isn't yeah, Noah. Yeah, yeah. Or whoever wrote this English is their third language. Exquisite craftsmanship and fashion design with a reasonable price (laughs) exquisite craftsmanship fashion design jesus this is what we're rocking out on the streets nowadays you don't got this you don't have it dude your outfit's not together you don't have it dude it's not stereo sound speakers give you different auditory experiences what the fuck does that mean what does that mean Explain that to me. Oh my god. Gives you different auditory. Oh, MP5? No way. <laughs> MP5. Who uses MP5 files? So no you one. cannot play your MP4s on here. You can, Every single file you have on your computer is literally unplayable on this because no one uses an MP5, basically. This is. So do you think. Do you think this comes with games on it or no? See, so that's my question. After getting something like this, how do you get the games? Also, why is the text upside down? Or why is the game upside down? Look, the image the the image is literally upside down compared to the game of the, the actual <laughs> system. No, no, you know what that is? You know what that is? It flips like an iPhone. It's just so sophisticated. Oh dude, it's fucking it photoshopped. <laughs> They fucking photoshopped this and didn't even realize it was upside down. <laughs> oh, Jesus, dude. Oh, man. I was going to say, how are you supposed to use the bumpers with your palms? That's not even right. Right. You just hit <laughs> You're just hitting it with the, the, the outer part of your palm. Oh, my God, dude. And he made another oh, thing called the soldier bot. Have you seen that? I have not. Okay, so he's got something called a soldier bot, and I don't know if you've been following the um, the robotics industry at all, but let me see if he has it on his catalog. Oh, he does, he does, oh, he, he does. In the soldier drone, oh my god. What the fuck is that? Here's the soldier bot, dude, the freaking soldier bot. 
And if you've been following like the robotics industry, I think there was a um, there was like a very popular robot that like they had looked made exactly in Korea. Like this. Yeah, it looked exactly like it, and it was, was on uh, it looks, a couple talk shows. Like it's from Korea. That's crazy. What else this does he just have? Stealing people. He also has one of those like hoverboard thing. That's mini soldier phone. The mini That's soldier phone. phone you know dude. what that is? You know what that is? What is that it? That is a number. That is a number pad that you like enter um, answers in, like in lectures. Yep, 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 yep. That's exactly what that is. Dude, that's not a fucking phone, dude. Also, why is it in Chinese and you're trying to sell it to a U.S. market? Let me see here. This is insane. I'm literally, I'm blown away by this. I'm blown away. Oh my god, dude. It can be put into your wallet. Perfect gift for student or kids. Oh my god. Where do you see this? Great value, very practical, and economic with multiple functions as a mini phone, such as dialing and receiving calls, SMS, music player, Bluetooth, FM radio, calendar, alarm clock to meet your requirements. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if we can actually oh find the original God. product, dude. Uh, let me let me see if I can find the because this I, is this I, I is rebranded people, product. I know people have found them. Yeah, hundred percent. It's a rebranded product. And and what I'm seeing here is called the M5. Let me see this. Oh oh, look at that! I found it. <laughs> I found it on Amazon. <laughs> how much is? Wait, how much is he selling it for? Twenty seven ninety nine dollars. Okay, so it's a F Smart M5 mini card cell phone. Um, here, let me see. Here we go. There it is. There it fucking is. Don't buy your shit from Soldier Boy. Buy it from Amazon. Dude, I think it's the same motherfucking hand. It's the same goddamn hand. I was just gonna say, it's the same goddamn hand. Oh my god. Holy student crap. Version. This is the student version. The ultra slim. Okay, okay. Uh, let me let me see if people are let me are are actually buying this. Let me go down here. Uh, exactly what I expected. Small, insanely lightweight phone that fits the wallet. Call audio quality is better than my iPhone. Very basic. Just calls and text messages has vibrate multiple rings. I will save you the time of the internet and the default password is 1122. Has multiple alarms, calendar, and FM radio. It's very simple, purpose-built phone. It does great what it's intended to do. The photo on the screen does not do it justice. It has great colors and brightness. And there it is. <laughs> Goodness, dude, this is like this is like a, a controller for your air conditioner. Right. Like, right. what oh is this, God. man? <laughs> oh, no. Okay, here's a negative one. Does not work with U.S. providers because it, it's only 2G. Yeah, oh, makes sense. and somebody Everything's else here 3G. says, the signal yeah. my home is full strength LTE, but very low, if any, with this phone, since this phone is only 2G. Jesus. Okay, so he is... I want to see if he's advertising... That it's 2G on here. No, why would he? No one uses 2G. Well, there's the there's the network, but um, Bluetooth 
Oh, shit, dude. Oh, my God. Talk time. Three and a half to four hours. <laughs> Talk time. That's incredible, bro, that it's the same picture, man. Like, the same exact picture. The same exact yeah. motherfucking hand. <laughs> the same exact hand, like... Let me see, let me see. Okay, okay, uh... Alright, let's let's look for this peak right here. This peak. Let's go here. There's that same motherfucking peak right there. Oh shit. Okay, so that's the mini soldier phone. The soldier bot. The soldier board. The soldier drone. This guy's got it fucking all. He's got it all, dude. And here's his razor mouse. Oh no 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 this is this is the Logitech mouse right here. Yeah. Oh my god, man. What do you, do you think he's making money? I know he goes on tour still, but he said he made like 5 million or something. Oh my god, dude, I found the exact same product. Which one? Post the link. Oh, is that the PSP? Yeah, except they got the image the right way up this time. No, that's a real PSP. Okay, this is a real PSP. Okay, for 119. For 120. For 120, yeah. The next link should be uh, the knockoff. And there it is. MP5. Oh, no, wait. Look at, look at some of the other pictures, though. Look at the... Um, yeah, the blue one, you know, under the red where it's horizontal. Next one over. Same exact photo. Oh shit, here it is. Here it is. Here's the upside down photo right here. There it is. The upside down photo. That And then when we look at the first one, we see it's right side up. The same exact picture. And then over here, you see where it says select and start. That That is uh, facing one direction. Upside down. And then the picture is upside down. MP5 Revita game player. Oh shit! How much dude. is it? Okay, so this is seventy nine ninety nine. So it's less expensive and not sold out. His was. It was a hundred dollars. Yep, 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 yep. There it is. $100. It's on sale, dude. It was $200. It's on sale. That's insane. Okay, so Soldier Boy is right now net worth at $30 million. Sure. So, let me see. Um, da -da 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 -da. He's really invested a lot. He's earned, um, oh, apparently he's a good poker player. Apparently he's a phenom at poker. So, and I quote from moneyinc.com. Um, on the rare occasion he's not doing that acting or producing someone else's records, you can find him playing poker. In fact, he's something of a phenom when it comes to his abilities as a poker player. It's even been reported that he's earned as much as 400000 in one single year from his poker game alone. 
Uh, duh, duh, duh. He has multiple streams of income. We see that. Okay, so he's just really broadening his horizons and trying to accumulate um, as much as he can. I think I think this whole gaming thing is an insult. I think all these tech devices are an insult. I don't know who he's trying to fool. And I would I feel bad if anybody is actually buying into this. I don't think in anybody in the U.S. is, but I could see people in other countries um, or, or somebody who can't quite get their hands on something that is um, um, like a first generation, not a first generation, but a modern uh, iPhone or something like that, an up-to-date uh, generation iPhone. Um, because I remember one time when I went down to Vietnam, uh, they're, they're, they have like modded PlayStation 2s where you're able to burn games and you can play almost whatever you want on the PlayStation 2. And that's kind of because things like that are a luxury. You're pay, and, and they charge like $500 for to mod a PlayStation 2. So I could, I could see that maybe countries like that. Um, maybe when they see something like this, uh, not knowing what's popular in America. Uh, so we're talking a second world country or, you know, even, uh, uh, third world countries. And they might think that this is it, especially if you look at it and you, it, it's so similar to a PSP or the soldier watch is so similar to a, an iWatch. You could, I could see them being fooled. But at the end of the day, would you consider him a con artist? Or would you consider him a hustler? Phasey, you there? Okay, it looks like Phasey uh, just, just stepped out for a quick moment. But I think that I would, I would confidently say that this... This in regards to um, his approach to entering the gaming industry is just a it's 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 connery it's 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 a con it's it really is a poor excuse to try to get into the tech industry and I think he's really just taking advantage of um of people who might be looking towards some of these devices and thinking they're they're getting a good deal, especially considering that the original, uh, the original products like the the real one to a soldier game handheld is cheaper. The mini soldier phone, which you can go on Amazon, is actually it's cheaper than the one he's selling. So he's re he's not only rebranding um, these knockoffs he is also upcharging and trying to make it look like a sale in some cases he's even selling gift cards that's incredible but i i think that you know if a person isn't very well educated and doesn't do their research or maybe uh maybe like a mother or father somewhere wanting to do something for their child and that they don't know much about tech, then they could easily get fooled and draw it into one of these. Um, he sells a variety of things from, like we mentioned, the soldier phone, all the way down to beat knockoffs, uh, iPad knockoffs, and it. <laughs> this guy, he's just constantly at it. You know what? I have to respect him for his hustle, but I don't respect him for his authenticity. Now, he's definitely trying, and since he's making 
you know, he's making revenue. He he's a lot wealthier than I am, so he's doing something right. So you know, uh, but if we talk about right being like ethical, I I guess you know that's 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 a whole other question. Uh, we have uh, another thing right here. Um, actually, no, 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 that is not it. So, but he, he has definitely stirred up a controversy on social media, uh, snapping back at criticism for any legal ramifications. Yeah. People have been getting, going at him recently. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um, let me see if I can pull up. Let me see if I can pull up something here. Okay, so on his Twitter right now. A lot of them have been deleted, though. Okay, trying to pull up his Twitter, but... Okay, so here is his Soldier Boy Twitter. Soldier Boy tweets. Uh, I want to see what some people... Yeah, yeah. Here's the joystick. Soldier Game virtually... ah, Virtual reality wireless game portable joystick. Let's read some of the comments. (laughs) Somebody posted a meme with the fish from Spongebob and it says, How many times do we have to teach you a lesson, old man? Soldier condom, gotta have protection, am I right? I should get at least 50% of the sales if you make it. Um, we've either... Looks like you forgot one, come fight me. <laughs> oh, soldier <laughs> lies. Oh my god, dude. Soldier dildo. Somebody soldier says... Dildo. This man is out of control. Oh my god, no, I don't think we're gonna see one positive thing. No, 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 no. I never... The American dream at its finest, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, here's one. It's trying. It's like he's trying to break a record on being sued by the most companies. <laughs> <laughs> the English all over this site is hilarious. Due to, uh, and then here's a quote that they uh, copied. Due to personal measurement, technique is different. There may be one to three uh, centimeters error of the physical. (laughs) So they actually apologize in advance that the size might be off between one to three centimeters due to physical error. You know what this might be? Some of these might be products that were like rejected at the factory and he just like send them to me. I'll I'll Right, he says, I'll market it. I'll make some money off of it. burned last time. Oh, They showed this product for $6.99. And he's claiming to have conversations with Obama. (laughs) He says, on email, talking to Obama about a whole troop situation, somebody uh, copied one of his tweets. Oh man, that's something else. Look at that. There's the soldier bot we were talking about, the LED gaming headset, the new soldier watch. Let's see what people are saying about oh here it is, the PSP. No, no, no. Yeah, that's the uh that's the PVP. That's it's the one that's actually in stuff. 
Oh, Where the damn soldier pods. Here's another one. How many times do we have to teach you a lesson, old man? That Magic Johnson looking all sad. <laughs> oh my god, these consoles and handhelds are faker than your gang affiliation. Totally not a ripoff off the PSP. <laughs> oh, here's one. Wow, is that a real PvP 3000 station handheld video game console that retails for $14? Because you're selling it for $28.68. <laughs> oh my god dude it's the same uh, shit I'll never get tired of this <laughs> yeah Birdman <laughs> oh Sony no gay. Sony gearing up for the lawsuit <laughs> oh no look at this <laughs> mamma mia <laughs> oh dude this is incredible uh, I, well you know what this is this is uh, <laughs> hopeful though the gifts are hilarious yeah, yeah, yeah. This, this, this shines some light that you know people, people aren't gonna take this shit. Like mm -hmm. with with said, <laughs> gamers are smart, man. Like they they don't. I feel like that's the one industry where you gotta cross your uh cross your t's and dot your eyes. Yeah, exactly. Because being so involved in this industry, it's like. Oh, dude, you're not going to get it past us because a lot of these people are comfortable with tech. They're comfortable with maneuvering uh, through the Internet. They are comfortable That's doing research. <laughs> oh, <yeah>. Another <laughs> gift, another gift from uh, the dad from Spider-Verse. I'm going to be real with you. Fake PSPs weren't cool in 2008 and they sure as fuck ain't going to be cool now. Somebody says, <laughs> I respect the hustle, but damn. Oh my god. That's hilarious. Oh my god. Just a knockoff PSP. <laughs> this oh, is terrible. And this funny. is just a very People poor are just grilling him. Oh grilling. <laughs> Look at this. I got mine on eBay for ten pounds or yeah, ten pounds three years ago. I could find them for five pounds today. Oh man. Just a a very, very, very good example of what uh, somebody who's trying to take advantage of the the gaming industry uh, looks like. And I believe I read somewhere Soldier Boy, while he was on tour, he's been to China, Russia, blah, 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 blah. And he saw a lot of these get manufactured. And now, like I said earlier, when I went to Vietnam, there are like modded PlayStation 2s, but these guys have to do that and the reason why they have to do that is because a lot of the average households can't afford a playstation sure. 4 and also the uh copyright laws are different and everything but yeah no i i completely i understand that and with that said um so while he's going on tour and seeing this shit he might have been like oh they're doing it it's a thing so you know being being the educated uh gentleman he is He's like, I'm going to do the same thing and sell it to the people. I'm going to bring people another console that I'm does not live them, up to par. I'm going to bring them the console they need desperately. Yep. Yep. They've been asking for this. Oh, I hear. I hear. And I'm going to deliver. That's just insane. Absolutely insane. Now, speaking of games, we uh, we very uh, we very briefly uh, touched on the topic uh, last time about um, some games uh, that were a little bit uh, more popular 
alongside Twitch, and we had talked about um, Fortnite, uh, and we brushed on the topic. And yep. we're going to explore why Fortnite today is as popular as it is. But before we touch that, I think it's important to also touch on the topic that gaming now is is significantly more popular than it has been back in the day. Would you agree? Most definitely, yeah. I would completely agree with that sentiment. I think gaming has, you know, become normalized in a sense. Why would you... Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Part of it is because technology is far more accessible than it used to be, uh, as well as the the hardware you know the hardware needed to run a game isn't as expensive as it used to be uh, like you can get a computer that can run even something like league of legends for i would say probably five hundred dollars i i you know someone would have to fact check me on that but i'm pretty sure you could spec something out for about that much money especially because some of the like the newer gpus that are coming out um, AMD has some, you know, cheap cards as well, especially for the performance. So gaming is much more accessible than it used to be. Dial-up internet isn't a thing anymore. Most people have um, broadband connections or fiber, so they can get fast connections to everyone around the world. Part of the reason that gaming wasn't as successful, you know, um, in the past was because multiplayer games couldn't be as successful because connections weren't good enough to sustain a competitive environment. Right. I remember back in the day when they first introduced the network adapter uh, for PlayStation 2. And it was this bulky device. I think it was about $150. Mm -hmm. And you not only had to have this device, you would also have to have a hardwire connection to Mm -hmm. the device as well. So you're, you're... Your uh, PlayStation had to be near your router. Right. And then on top of that, I believe you didn't have the ability like you have nowadays where when you log on a console, there it is. Everybody is already connected. You have a friends mm-hmm. list, messages, et cetera, et cetera. Well, back in the day when you logged onto a console, it had to be a specific game that's supported online. And, and yep. as soon as you logged in, you could only uh, interact with the people on that game. And not, not all games supported online. Like it was, a, it was a marketing tagline when they had online gameplay. And they would say multi, so multiplayer used to mean something different than online. Now we think of online multiplayer games as, you know, the the go-to for the word multiplayer. But it used to be that you could play split screen. That's what multiplayer meant. Right? I'm sure you remember that one. Like, especially right, the PS2, exactly. instead of the PS2 days. You know, I, I remember having like Tom Clancy or something like that. And it was like multiplayer up to four players. Up to four players. Right, right, exactly. right. Yeah, yeah. But now multiplayer is, well, look at Fortnite, multiplayer is millions of people. They even yeah. had an attachment. Right. So so our, our multiplayer, our multiplayers nowadays is is um, with online. Um, yes. But, but back in the day, it even got to the point where they were creating attachments where you could have more ports to connect 
controllers into, like into the PlayStation 2. It all originally mm-hmm. comes with two ports, but they, they sure. create an attachment where you could put two yeah, more four. ports, right? Yep, sure. And then you would need to also make sure that the game uh, respectively supports up but to four players. Compatible. Yeah, and now we have the technology where you can you can play for every game it's standard that a game is has actually no i take that back it's, it, it, developers have moved away from making sure that games can support you know local multiplayer and they've just said everyone's playing online they either want a single player campaign or they want an online um online game look at uh look at call of duty call of duty has basically foregone their single player campaign and only focused on the multiplayer it was the same with battle um battlefront uh the new battlefront game from ea right they almost focused entirely on multiplayer they didn't really care about what was going on with the single player um everyone that i know that bought the game and played the single single player was underwhelmed so the only good single player games that are coming out right now or that I can think of that I've played in the past few years it's like The Witcher 3. I don't right. know if you've played The Witcher 3 but I have. that was a that was an amazing game. Oh no, I, it was a phenomenal game. Yep, I agree. I remember I remember playing you know Bethesda used to come out with great games like the first few Fallout games as well as New Vegas um and then I bought Fallout 4 and I was just I was pretty underwhelmed by the entire thing. And then they wanted you to pay for mods and stuff. And it was just a terror. It was just, it was the start of, you know, everything that's happening in Fallout 76 right now. It's, it's really unfortunate, I think, because gaming has in, in a way lost its innocence. You know, it used to be, what do you, you do for fun? Now it's what is considered fun you have to do. Right. Yep. 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 I agree. I agree. And uh, as you, I think you touched a very important topic from games starting to deviate away from campaigns and single players now because there's just more focus on multiplayer and multiplayer content because a lot of yep. these industries are focusing primarily on. Um, the revenue that could be brought in by multiplayer content. Yes, yes, I, I agree completely. Look, just, you know, a poster boy for what we're talking about is Fallout 76. Fallout is a franchise that was only single player for as long as, you know, for as long as it had been running, it was a single player game. And then all of a sudden they're like, we're going to do a multiplayer because they tried it with um, Elder Scrolls Online. Yep. Yeah, and at the beginning, people hated it, and people have hated Fallout 76 so far. Yeah, I heard, I I haven't had the opportunity to play Fallout 76, but I heard nothing but bad things about it, and that they really hit the mark on it. So, statistically speaking, um, gaming as of last year, it has probably accrued... The most in all of major entertainments. And I believe, let me see. In here. terms of revenue? In revenue, yep. Really? Okay, so with digital music, film and box office, and television, mm-hmm. gaming is the highest grossing 
avenue for major entertainment, accruing up to, if not over, $116 billion. $116 billion in uh, gross. 116 of the gaming wow. industry produced an estimated revenue of $116 billion, beating TV and TV, uh, TV streaming services, $105 so this, billion. That's insane. That, that is actually insane. Yeah, I think once people understood how captivating video games can be, and what kind of experiences they can give people. I think companies were eager to jump on the bandwagon because they saw how much money people were willing to spend on them. Yeah, seriously. They're, they, they, they see the money. They, they see how much people are attached to it. Uh, they see how social it's become. It's extremely accessible. And let's say if you have a console or you're you're a producer, uh, I mean you're a, a gaming, you're a company that has a console, a produced console like Sony or uh, Microsoft. Um, mm-hmm. After creating it, you you you, there's a variety of very 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 wide selections that caters to everybody, um, and now if not more than ever. Online gaming is affordable. Yeah. yeah and yeah, and would, it's sociable on top of that. I would say it's uh, and it's most affordable right now. In history, I'm sure it will become more affordable and more accessible. Um, but it's also the... As gaming has gotten more popular, it's, it, it definitely has moved away from single-player games. You know, you don't see people saying, I can't wait for the next Mario unless they played Mario when they were younger games. You know, people are, I can't wait for the next Skyrim. Because right. they never played Sky. They never played Oblivion, right? Like, they probably started with Call of Duty. I think it all, I think it all goes back to Call of Duty. I think Call of Duty 4 was the genesis of, you know... Normal people, I, I use that like um, I hesitate to say that, but you know, more norm normalization of gaming. Call of Duty Four kind of introduced most people to games. It's when like the Xbox Three Sixty was still around, and Halo and stuff started gaining a lot of traction. And you know, people. Uh, I remember Halo Two being a humongous game, and that was somewhat my introduction to first-person shooters and multiplayer first-person shooters. Um, then World at War was kind of a dud a little. It was a, it was a good game, but it wasn't, you know, balanced very well. And, but then Modern Warfare 2 came out, and that was when it exploded because it was met with people that did, you know, like Optic, that did montages. It was met with a ton of different content creators that did commentaries and it was also it was accompanied by the boom of youtube basically and i think youtube catapulted video games into like a um into a whole new space where they're more accessible it's more accessible to see people other people play them so you know it gives if you are someone who is self-conscious about your video game um you know about self-conscious about playing video games yourself 
it now gave you a reassurance that other people were doing it as well and they were gaining traction. So it's like, maybe there's something, maybe there's something to this. Maybe I'm not the odd person out. Exactly. And on top of that, to make things even more gratifying is they've offered players incentive, not only in-game incentives where there's like, you know, achievements and things like that. I'm not talking about that, but incentivizing mm-hmm games by offering social media platforms where you can monetize your content you brought up youtube of course but now we see things like twitch Twitch. and we see facebook gaming and youtube is also opened up their own gaming line where you can stream live to all of it and each one has incentive incentivized monetary earned there's possible monetary gain yeah. from gaming yeah that's very true making it even more of a a um popular thing because it since it is so accessible you have you have a gaming console a pc a pc a, a, every almost every household mm-hmm. has a gaming console when xbox one and ps4 uh first came out the goal was to be the one uh, one-stop shop for the media center as in yes their yep. music their their streaming uh for the for movies uh you know the blu-ray player I, I remember when i got i had an xbox one i don't have it anymore but i remember when i started it up i was like because mm-hmm, i had kind of you know the I had a PS2 before that and then an xbox 360 and then when my xbox 360 broke i got a pc and then going from PC to Xbox, the Xbox One was a bit of a shock for me because I came from everything is about gaming when you're gaming on a PC, right? Everything is geared toward getting you the, the best game experience possible while, you know, you can pick and choose what other sorts of media you want to experience, even if that's at the same time or a different time. But it's not very fluid. While when I went to the Xbox One, I found that I could game I could watch YouTube videos, I could go on Netflix, I could do XYZ all at the same time. And I was pretty blown away by how well they managed to do that. But my initial impression was that it was like pretty poor, but it's, they updated it a lot through the time that I had it. And it became a seamless experience where you could pick and choose what sort of media you wanted and it was right there. And you know, your Xbox turns on in 10 seconds, right? So it's incredibly accessible and it's incredibly fast and it works very well. So I think to that respect of of them trying to be the one-stop shop, I think they've done a great job of, you know, going towards that goal and um, finding the middle ground between processing power for games and giving action, you know, people who enjoy games what they want, as well as, you know, providing um, something that the whole family can use. Right, exactly. I think they definitely accomplished their goal of wanting to be that one-stop shop center media uh console for homes if you have an xbox it it offers or even a playstation either or whichever whichever uh a a person's preference is because they're competing so much they offer uh the same if not very similar features to replace a person's um a media center and now since since uh just 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 seeing how much uh gaming has earned beating any other major entertainment entertainment category um with that said 
uh, they've they've capitalized on it by by offering streaming, and now we see the rise of the very popular esports as well behind that. So esports can, as far as I'm aware, they can be traced back to StarCraft One which was immensely popular and still is in Korea, but never caught on in Western cultures very much. Um, and it's, it's interesting that it took the United States pretty much until League of Legends, Counter-Strike, and Dota to... Uh, I guess you could say that Call of Duty was sort of the start, um, but it took all those games to really make esports established in the united states i would say especially league of legends and with esports being as popular if i'm not mistaken i believe esports is now considered a olympic thing no i think it was being considered for an olympics but i don't think those talks really resulted in anything but i can look it up okay so what's happening is uh the international olympics committee is considering adding esports to the olympic games is yes what and and i it, it says here on for uh fortune that uh video games may be a part of the 2024 olympics and oh, there's definitely a lot of conversation and speculation around this, so there's no finite conclu- uh, 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 conclusion whether or not uh, gaming is going into esports. But just just to kind of add to the point that gaming is at its all time high, more popular than it's ever been, uh, due to the the variety of topics that we spoke about earlier. And on top of that, just to kind of solidify that that point, that it, it is it, it's become so popular that it's even being considered as an Olympic sport. Now, I think I think it being considered like being up for consideration for an Olympic sport is only because of the monetary. Yeah, the monetary gain that they have from it. I, yeah, the, the viewership that they could gain from having esports in the Olympics. I, I don't. Personally, I don't think esports has any place in the Olympics. I think that networks want to possibly make money off of it, and that's why they're considering it. Um, do I think that esports is incredibly difficult? Of course it is. Do I think it's an, it should be in the Olympics? Personally, I don't. I, what do you think about that? So it's an interesting debate uh, because... There are some sports that I wouldn't consider a sport, but is a sport because by sports, the definition is, is there a point system or can it be measured? And, um, you know, can there, can there be a definite winner and can, can you, their concern is, can you make money on off of it? Just like you said, can is this going to do something for us? Because I believe like eating, eating wings is a sport. Not an, I don't believe it's an Olympic sport or like hot yeah. dogs or hatchet, hatchet. Uh, like just, I, I think I've saw this thing on you, YouTube one time, you know, like they chop wood, 
chopping wood. Yeah, exactly. These are being considered a, sports. Lumberjack. They're sports, but that's like it's like CrossFit. You can right. make it a sport, but it's it's not. Is it really right? Is it it's, really a sport? Now that's up for debate. Yeah, I I personally don't think so, but I don't know. I I. But on an I international, work on, the, I work on the Olympic committee, so. right? As as far be... as an international level, would I think that they would consider it an Olympic sport? I think with the amount of money that it makes today, and I believe when they considered it being an Olympic sport, or conversation that went behind it, uh, was interestingly enough, uh, b- uh, it was based off of StarCraft, um, mm-hmm. and and yeah. that that's what brought it brought its attention to the olympics so well starcraft was on there were some asian games that starcraft was a part of which i think accompanied other uh, more conventional sports which maru won obviously (laughs) um because it was in 2018 and maru was just winning everything so i think that's part of what sparked it um but i mean any esports that's going to be a part of the olympics how are you going to have just esports as a whole? Because there's so many different games, there's so many different leagues, there's so many different X, Y, Z that you would have to take into consideration. Like if you're going to do esports, you're adding hundreds of athletes. You're adding, I mean, I don't know. You're, any sport that you leave out, you're going to have people that are going to feel like they're underrepresented or they they're mad that there's their particular game isn't represented right 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 you have to be fair and just are you going to have the top of the top of each genre how are you going to do that well if you only have the top of the top of each genre you're either going to be picking between league of legends and dota they both are you know the prize pools for both of those their tournaments are millions of dollars yeah how can you pick between you know, two of the largest competitive games as of right now. Yep, yep, yep. It would definitely it, take just, a lot of, um, it would take a lot of, a um, lot of conversation into what's would. going to happen. And there definitely aren't going to be people that are going to agree. Uh, but it that'd be very interesting to see how they would handle that. Maybe yeah, it would I have its own segment. Who knows? But that would be, if if we're talking money and as a business oh. move do you remember i am pyeongchang uh no so i am pyeongchang it accompanied the olympic the winter olympic games that were held in um south korea two three years ago i want to say right. no last year it was 2018 because 2020 will be the summer olympics so they're held in 2018 yeah scarlet won i'm fairly certain um so i think that might be what you're talking about but so i mean we'd have to do a little bit more research on it but i think that was kind of the introduction of esports into a more olympic Olympics, you know a a test run in pyeongchang right okay okay yeah i remember hearing something about starcraft uh in in relation to the olympic sports and that that actually might be it um and so Another thing that I had found going on, um, going about the the global gaming market is, to my understanding, that most 
of the revenues that actually come from gaming is mobile gaming. The mobile gaming market is very large, and that is for sure. Part of it is because more more women play mobile games than men, um, statistically speaking. So while most computer gaming and console gaming misses that demographic, you're, you know, I, if, at least in the United States, the majority of the population is women, if I'm not mistaken. So you have a majority of the population who you are now including in a, in a market which has otherwise been predominantly male-driven. Yeah, and it's expected to, apparently, it could top $100 billion globally. Uh, That's crazy. By 2021. Wow. Also, a lot of times the core progression, I shouldn't say core progression because it's probably not strictly true, but a lot of times progression and not having to wait is tied into... has a monetary value so you can either right wait or you can pay two dollars let's say and so you know it's two dollars two dollars two dollars two dollars two dollars so it just adds up and adds up and eventually you've paid more than what you would pay for a triple a game seriously games like clash of clans or -hmm. or even um i know fortnite fortnite is actually apparently a very popular mobile game, believe it or not. Uh, but other games like, um, God, what is that one farm game? Farmville. 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 Um, there's a Jewel game, I think, that people Bejeweled. play. Bejeweled. But there's, an, there's another one, kind Candy of like Crush. It. Candy Crush. Candy Crush. That's what it mm-hmm. is. That's what it is. And you could just like, man, you know, I want to play this game. You know, your exactly. card's already, if you own an iPhone, your, your credit card or debit card is already attached to your iPhone. Yes. What's 50 cents? What's a dollar? And and last last podcast, we were talking about how micro t- uh, transactions um are a really big thing with with gaming mobile gaming seems to really capitalize on that because well what's with you all the time your phone and if you're in a situation let's say i'm commuting to work let's say i'm at the gym on the treadmill or on a a stationary bike you know my hands are free if you know i'm out and about with with um you're waiting for an appointment yeah, yeah, yeah. Your yeah. your phone is always there if you're just Taking you know a watching a TV. Right. There's just so many opportunities where your phone is in your hand, so it comes to no surprise. And uh, a funny thing that I saw here is the top company to watch in mobile gaming's uh, is Tencent, which is mm-hmm. the uh, a company that you and I were talking about earlier. Yeah, Tencent is just a holding company, so they just have stakes, or they've outright own more than 51% of a company. Um, they own, uh, you know, games like PUBG. They own games like, well, no, they own Bluehole. As far as I know, they have a 51% stake in Bluehole. They own um, the rights to League of Legends, as well as other games, I'm sure, because they're a Chinese company and mobile gaming is um, larger in China than it is even in the United States. Um, I'm sure they have a bunch of companies that you and I have never heard of. Right. Um, that, you know, would be making mobile games for that market. 
Now, speaking of games, since we've now understood a little bit more of the scope of how much it brings in financially. gaming so popular. Yeah, sure. Right, right. And what what the breakdown is and how popular it is today, uh, we had brushed a little bit on the topic of Fortnite because Fortnite Mm -hmm. right now is taking the industry. Yeah, it is. I mean, it has been for a while, but yeah, I... Completely. Um, Fortnite is an interesting game because I I, I downloaded it uh, like a few months after it became free to play. I don't know if it came out free to play, but um, whenever it was first free to play, about a month and a half after I downloaded it, I played it and I wasn't enthralled by it. I, um, I told some of my friends about it and they were like, oh, I've never heard about it. I'll check it out. None of them loved it. But then once the game started to pick up steam and started to become popular, that's like all they did with their free time was play Fortnite. And I've never, never really been connected to the game. I've downloaded it and uninstalled it a few times, but never been able to find what other people find so um, maybe addictive about it, I guess is the word. Um, because there's hundreds of thousands of people watching it or i should say tens of thousands of people watching it at a time the biggest streamer on twitch plays fortnite i know you play fortnite so i'm sure you'll have a lot more to say than i will um but i was just i was never connected to it like a lot of other people were and that's understandable a lot of people have similar feelings about the game you either yeah you're either really into it or you're really not it's 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 I have a friend of mine who also feels the same way. He's downloaded, he's dabbled with it, but he's straight away from it. And now he constantly plays Call of Duty, whereas I am always playing Fortnite. But we respectively speak to each other about our experiences in the game and compare like situations that we had, like, oh, I did this, I killed that, and he'll share sure. with me to his game. So it's nice to be able to have multiple options for Battle Royale especially since Battle Royale has become a very, very popular game style nowadays because the gratification of outliving 100 opponents, uh, all with a very wide variety of skill, has been so satisfying. And it's so easy to get back into another game. That's part of the reason that I think StarCraft is also so addictive for some people. Exactly. StarCraft is also one of those games that can be a very, 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 very addicting game if you can understand the mechanics. Yeah, if you can understand the mechanics and you are able to get down the game and you understand how to operate it, it can be also a very extremely gratifying game when, when you end up beating a player. Yeah, when you get build just right in a timing attack that you, you know, have been trying to get perfect for 10 games, you finally get it right. That's, for me, like, there's almost nothing like that. That's a, that's a great feeling. Now, like, I, I've won, I've, I've gotten a few, you know, winner, winner, chicken dinners in Fortnite. <laughs> and I, I don't get that same, you know, the first one was like, oh, shit, nice. That's fun. But I never get that same sort of, satisfaction from that same sort of high yeah i can never figure out why like maybe it's for me i like one-on-one games more like i tried out um league of legends 
while, you know, about a year ago. And I couldn't get into it either. I thought it was fun. It was, you know, something to waste time with my friends. And I only played it with them, really. But I could never do it by myself. Right, right, right. And going back to what we were saying earlier and why gaming has been so popular is because there are such a wide variety of options for everybody and it's incredible there's a game out there for everybody it's 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 so insane yeah and um but with fortnite taking the gaming industry by storm let's let's talk about what makes fortnite so popular today why do you think fortnite has become as as popular a game to where you know if you gotta if you gotta Back in the day, right, if 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 uh, you had met another person, I, I don't know about you, but uh, because Fortnite is so popular, if I meet a person on the street, man, or if I have a client that comes into my tattoo parlor uh, and we talk a little bit and I, I feel like this person is cool, it's funny. It'll a lot of the conversation be like, yo, did you play Fortnite? <laughs> and a lot of times I'll, I'll hear, yeah, fuck yeah, play Fortnite. And and we exchange <laughs> Epic accounts. Oh, sure. That's funny. And it's yeah. always about Twitch now. And and do you stream? Oh, shit, you do? Like this, that, and the third. Yeah. It's become a calling card. This has become has. a card That's that you true. hand out. Definitely. Um, I think part of the reason that Fortnite has been so successful and will continue to be, um, at least for the time being, is because they've they've captured a very broad audience um they have they have the cartoonish graphics for the younger kids they have the high they have the you know relatively high skill ceiling i you know i hesitate to say that but um i don't think it it has a very low very low skill floor it's very basic all you do is point and shoot you open stuff and you can hit stuff right but then you have this element of building which you know adds a bit of skill into it as well as the different terrain, but right, I think it it hits on so many different things. Like it's it's a game that doesn't take itself seriously in many respects, but also at the same time, the gameplay can be very serious, extremely and, seriously. It's nuts. So I think, yeah, and I think that's part of why it's been so successful because it it's it's taken the little kids that all they want to do is jump out of the bus and go fly around and grab a gun and maybe kill someone. Maybe not to the guys like, I don't know. I, I don't know any Fortnite professional Fortnite players, but the only one I really know is Ninja. Well, do you know call of duty players? Not particularly, not anymore. Okay. What about Tifu? Have you ever heard of Tifu? I've heard of him, but I don't know anything about him. I've heard the name only because you've said it before. Right, right, right. Okay. What were you saying? Carry on. Um, but it, you know, it, ha- it captures the audience all the way from the little kids, all the way to someone like Ninja or Tifu, right? And I think that's why it's been so successful because something, you know, the best comparison I have for just about any game is Starcraft because it's such an iconic game and it's one that I've played for a very long time. Um, Starcraft is a very difficult game no matter which way you cut it there's there's no cartoonish graphics there's no not taking it seriously there's nothing it's 
the one-on-one ladder is just straight on seriousness. He's trying to kill you. I'm trying to kill him from point A to point B. It's it's hell on wheels. Where Fortnite is not like that at all. It's the action picks up a little bit and then it slows down a lot. You can you can hit an ice cream truck with your friends for ten minutes, or you can go try to actually win the game. You can drop it like tilted towers where there's like fifty people, or you can drop at the edge of the map where there's no one. Right. Just try to wait it out. So there's like different strategies that are definitely viable. So you can play however you want to play. And no one can, you know, no one really reprimands you that much because you can't really talk to the other person. And I think that's part of it as well, because there's no, in a lot of online games, the other person can direct, can give you direct feedback and tell you that you're a terrible person. They hope you get pancreatic cancer and die. But <laughs> that doesn't happen as much in Fortnite because you can't really talk to them. Right. So you don't have that whole... I remember in Call of Duty, everyone was making a big deal about everyone yelling over voice chat, right? You don't have Oh, yeah, yeah. You Fortnite. don't. You don't. So you know, parents, I totally forgot about that. So the parents don't have, you know, people, you know, screaming obscenities at the top of their lungs coming out of their TV every night. Oh my God. I remember those days far yeah. too vividly. Yeah. You, you right? would join a call of duty lobby. 16 players are in the lobby and you got everybody talking. I remember playing call of duty one time, you know, I had a very good game. I did extremely well. I used to love call of duty. So I remember going like 30 and two, something like that in free for all. And then I, I didn't say anything to anybody. I'm just playing as I play, as I always play. I, I didn't say shit. And then I remember we go back to the lobby and then here we go. Here we go. Somebody in lobby is like, dude, you fucking suck. <laughs> you got fucking lucky as hell. Wait until next game. Like you, you hear stuff like that. Whereas in like Fortnite, when you play a squad game, the most you might get is they might emote on you. You know, somebody kills sure. you and then they do a dance and then it's, it's, it's not, it's not that obsessive as a BM, whereas Call of Duty, oh my God, it can mm-hmm. get toxic really fast. Oh, definitely. So I think that, um, to my understanding, Fortnite, let me see here. Fortnite so far has brought in $8.5 billion and this is by Bloomberg. Um, and that is amazing. That is amazing how much they brought in. It's a lot of money. Considering that they were on the verge of going under at one point. So if I remember correctly, Epic made a MOBA stock, a third person MOBA that was very unsuccessful. Did they? Do you remember the name? I don't, but I can look it up. Okay, okay. And what is that in uh what is that in relation to um with Fortnite or Polygon? Polygon. Well, okay. Epic, Epic Epic is the company that made um Fortnite. Right, right, right. So right. did they invest into Polygon while they were investing into early stages of Fortnite? So Polygon was a flop and so they decided to make Fortnite. I and see. Fortnite I see. Became immensely successful. Like Epic Games was not doing well before Fortnite. And and, and in the beginning, in the beginning, the early stages of Fortnite, Fortnite was looking pretty bad as well. It was until yeah, it they was. adopted the battle royale because originally it was just single player, and it was yes. save the world. It was a save the world yep. feature. 
and it was like $30, I believe. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then they ended up uh, uh, piggybacking on the idea of Battle Royale uh, with with PUBG. And as soon as mm -hmm. they did that, they skyrocketed. Yes, yes, that's very, I, I believe, fairly accurate. So why do you like playing Fortnite? Because you play it far more often than I do. So it's so funny because I remember when I originally started playing Fortnite, I was all against it. I was extremely against it uh, by far because I, at heart at the time, was a diehard Call of Duty player. If I was going to play a shooter, it was going to be Call of Duty no other game. I wouldn't be down for it. You could not speak anything into me. So <laughs> I had a friend of mine. His name is Jack. And he he's he's calling me. And he's I'm playing StarCraft and grinding out StarCraft as I always do. And then he's calling me. He's like, hey, man, you need to try Fortnite. And I'm like, nah, no, I don't. I don't need to try it. I've seen it on Switch. Uh, I'm okay. Like, it's, it's not for me. It's very cartoony. And, like, it's stupid as hell. People are swinging around pickaxes like it's just extremely unrealistic i'm not about it. he's like no 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 man you should give it a shot i'm like nah no i'm okay and i i i've been pushing it off and pushing it off and pushing it off and all i hear about is fortnite this fortnite that oh do you play fortnite oh this on fortnite oh i got this on fortnite i see some kids at a at at, at a uh, fast food place playing fortnite my little brother's playing fortnite <laughs> I hear clients coming in talking about they've tried Fortnite. Their kids play Fortnite. They've joined in on that conversation. They're playing sure. Fortnite. Sure. So eventually, Jack, he's been badgering me enough. He calls me all the time and is like, listen, you need to just try it. Just try it. It's, it's, it's free. You got nothing to lose. I'm like, dude, you know what? Okay, okay. Just to make you happy, dude. I'm going to install it and watch. I'm not going to like it. I told you so, but I'm only doing this to make you happy. So with that said, I download it. I play it a little bit. Uh, I was a little standoffish and I ended up going back into Black Ops. So I remember jumping back into Fortnite and only because it was the 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 initial allure about Fortnite to me that made it a contender of my list of games was being a PC gamer there are not a, a lot of friends that I have locally that play PC more so being a StarCraft gamer there's virtually zero that play StarCraft with that said, on a locale level, the social the social part of my experience of gaming, besides who I've met on um besides who I've met on the internet, uh who have played who have played these same games, um there was none. Sure. But Fortnite offered the ability to play cross-platform. I think that's a great. I think that's a great point, and I think that's part of the reason why a lot of people play. Actually, is because it's a game you can play with every single one of your friends in the games. Exactly. That was the first thing that did it for me. The first thing was the ability 
to play with my friends because a lot of them have PlayStation 4. They have Xbox. Maybe some of them don't even have a system at all. Maybe they have an iPad. Maybe they have a phone. And as a gamer, I'm always talking about gaming. So with that said, with a common underlying point, Fortnite was such an easy thing to interchange with other people. Yo, you play StarCraft? Oh, no, I can't. I can't say I've heard of it. You know, things like that is, is something that I always ran into. Sure. Yes. I mean, StarCraft is such a tough game to play anyway, and it takes long. It takes a long time to learn. It takes it's just it's a it's not a casual game and Fortnite can be a very casual game. So it appeals to a lot more people. Right. So next thing you know, I'm playing with my little brother. I'm playing with my friends. I'm playing with a lot of local friends who I've never played a game with my entire life. People who live down the street from me where I've had very little social interaction with. Now I end up playing once a week with maybe, maybe twice a week. And then being that we're playing this game where we're finding out things that we have in common, you know, friends that we haven't caught up with. We now have an opportunity to catch up with mm-hmm. while we're playing these games. So the community, not, not the community that the, that Fortnite offers, but the community that Fortnite offers to to you to create or for you to like pick and choose from because if you're just playing randoms, the community can be very toxic. But mm, yeah. But if you control your friends list and you're adding who you want to add and you're playing with the people who you want to play on a social level, Fortnite in my opinion has developed more than any other game because of the simple fact it's cross-platform and on top of that it's free i did not dive into PUBG simply for the fact because i already had a a list of my games that i'm kind of committed to i i these are games that i enjoy playing and i play all the time i'm decent at them PUBG at that time i think was like 30 bucks and it's just 30 bucks it's not a big deal but that's a $30 that I was not willing to spend just because I didn't want I, – I, I might not like the game. So – Yeah, totally. And I think you said something before where your friend was like, it's free. You have nothing to lose. Exactly. Nothing. And that's kind of, that's kind of the, the, you know, the, the hook that people use or you know, it's the bait that people use to try to get their friend to get it or – or try to get you know whomever to play it it's like oh well, you know it's it's just zero dollars well think I can scrap that together exactly uh tim sweeney uh who who is the the controlling shareholder or like i don't know if he's the ceo but like the the head honcho of fortnite by making the game free made him a billionaire it made him a billionaire. Mm-hmm. It brought billions into the game that capitalized on this, uh, this unique, this unique um, microtransaction in the item market, revolving day to day, providing unique skins that don't affect gameplay but give a value yeah. of unique individualism, character per character, player per player. And on top of that, it it it. It took a page out of uh, League of Legends book. League of Legends has a bi-weekly update 
where they change something about the game to either improve balance or just shake up the game. And they also usually, you know, uh, release a skin or a few skins, stuff like that. Or if they rework a character, they'll release a bunch of skins for them. And I think a lot of people have liked that sort of model because you end up, you know, how many, how many balance discussion, how many talks did you have with someone about new builds right after the BlizzCon patch for StarCraft Two? How many talks did I have, like just just in general? Just, uh, like yeah, with people like oh, like what's what? What do you think would be a good build now? Like oh, is that build good? Is this build good? Which one? Because I know we did that. I I would say you know I I had conversations about people with with StarCraft that play StarCraft, but you can only imagine that's a very yeah, select yeah, yeah, few no, people. Of course, but I'm saying like when the game changes, it sparks debate. It and does people start thinking about what they can do. And when you continuously do that, it brings something new to the game and it stops being stale. And in Fortnite's case, they're changing as the season changes. They're always introducing new items and they're always introducing new skins, new emotes. And on top of that, new weapons, new vehicles, new consumables, maybe new new deployable items. So they constantly keep it a fresh face. There's always something going on. And to make it even more of a sense of exclusiveness uh, with, 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 with the skins and whatnot, now you have all these top pro gamers that are into it, which are also adding a certain level of content. So just when you're done playing, I, 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 I remember seeing my friend's boyfriend all the time. Every time he goes out, he's always watching a different Fortnite player mm-hmm. almost replacing television for him. So it's like, okay, I played a little bit. Now I'm going to watch this guy and watch what they do and how they build. And and it's funny because it's kind of like StarCraft and how you and I approached StarCraft back in the day mm-hmm. where we're watching our pro streamers. And, and it's funny because I'm like, well, you know, that's funny. I used to do that, but for this game, et cetera, et cetera, it's becoming more of a... It's so... It's so odd to me to think that people would approach Fortnite like that. Because I completely understand it in strategic games. Fortnite doesn't seem a game that focuses solely on strategy. I can see why there would be some strategies, but I just... That part, that part, I'm a little lost with. I just don't quite understand it. Well, I'll tell you what: for an average gamer, or for an average player like myself, or, or the friends that I play with, you know, you get maybe like if you if you are having a hot game, maybe you get up to ten kills or something like that if things are going in your favor. But what I've noticed mm-hmm. with people who have clear superiority and understanding with the game, these guys go up to twenty kills easy, like it was nothing, and they they show clear dominance in in build battles and there's little small things that they're doing that is just really changing the the dynamics of these build battles and how they approach the uh things Mm -hmm. like there's this video on fortnite where this guy goes into elaborate uh full detail um reveal of how he he's like listen i'm gonna drop tilted i'm getting 20 kills and i'm gonna show you how i'm gonna do it and he drops tilted and he goes into every single kill he's like okay i hear a guy coming up 
Um, and then as he comes up the stairs, he notices very quickly. He's like, he's got an RPG. He's going to take a shot. I'm going to drop a wall in front of him. He drops a wall in front of the guy. Guy shoots. Guy ends up killing himself because of the the, the splash damage. Kills sure. himself and the and the he takes no damage because of the wall. He's like, all right, I see a guy. I hear a guy above me. I'm going to go into this room. I'm going to break through this floor. I'm going to move up. I'm going to put a ramp wall, blah, blah, blah. And he's just showing clear dominance and understanding of the game that no average player is able to do. Like it's it's yeah, sure. you're not thinking these small things like it's it's. For example, uh, if you're if you're creating like a little box or something like that, you you make a little box. There's little things that you can do. For example, if you make a little pyramid up top, and if you edit it, the edit is see through. So you go to edit it, you don't edit it, but while you're editing, it's see through, but it still provides a level of cover. So then you can look around mm-hmm. to see if anybody is coming. And these are just like little small tips and tricks that uh, uh, these these pro gamers deploy that really changed the dynamics so on on an entry level you wouldn't you wouldn't think that it would get that involved but you'd be surprised you'd be so surprised on some of the um uh some of the level of execution that goes on to it now you can you can be an average gamer though and and like you know there's some people that just think it's kind of like a luck thing but I'd argue to say on a more competitive level or uh, in levels that involve um, high levels uh, uh, skirmishes or things like that, then now we're talking an entirely different level of gameplay. It's it's it it really is incredible how much that goes into it. But but point being, um, it it offers there's so many other people playing it, and not only are you finding it that out through like local interaction and having conversations which which keep you in there's so many pro gamers that are offering high level uh, quality content on on the streaming platforms which keep you in further you have a sense of exclusiveness uh because of the the revolving skins that that are being offered all the time and it's a very easy game to pick up without any repercussion for a lot of like adults who have children as well. Like sure. there's no there's no excess gore into it, but it, it's it's definitely it's made to be a fun game. You have these like you said these bright cartoony uh, cartoony colors with 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 these models. Sometimes you'll see some really wonky stuff when you go into it. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. But it's like it's like a creeper, you know, even though it looks like to be this friendly thing, things can get serious real quickly, real fast. Mm-hmm. And the nice part about it is the with gaming uh, being now as accessible as it is and it being a free game, it's offered on every single console and it's so easy to get into and not having such high demand for graphics it doesn't force players to need to upgrade like their uh their 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 pcs to be able to handle it since it offers um all the the graphics are very in-depth because it offers a far level of view and and a lot of graphics can go off simultaneously but there's just it's so easy to get into and like we were saying before it is um risk-free and they offer these yeah definitely. They, 
let's say you're not a good player, you you, you aren't a good shooter, anything along the game. Uh, I mean, anything along the lines of an average uh, shooter, whether it's first person or third person, you're new to gaming, you, you don't even have a sense of it, you can't move both joysticks simultaneously, that's a big thing to you. Then they offer other things like a creative mode where you can make your own your own map, essentially, yeah. and you can play around in that. Or the playground mode, where they have other modes where they're just like, let's just fly around with jetpacks and kill each other. Or modes that you can respawn constantly and don't have to worry about leaving after the match. And um, I think that what it was when it was on the brink of going under and what it is now, they've really... What, what, it, what has made them so successful despite all of this, is I think they just do a very good job listening. Yes. They do a phenomenal job listening to their community. I think that's what it is. what their audience wants and delivering on it. Exactly. They, they, they are taking in every bit that the community is expecting out of it. For example, they introduced this, this, this uh, epic uh, mithril, mithril item. It was called the a sword, and this sword, oh man, this thing was fucked up, dude. You get this sword, and, and you're you're running fast as hell. You're just running around. You're killing people. It it two hits people. You're destroying their build like it wasn't shit. You're able to mat up really fast. It was fucked up. You were able to fly off mountain like you were some kind of like god or something, and the community. Uh, although some people were very excited about this because they've gotten more kills than they've ever gotten before, um, ended up saying this shit is overpowered, and rightfully so it was. And after, I think, a week, Fortnite ended up uh, apologizing to the community. They they posted up on Twitter, we realized wow. we made a mistake. Um, Good for them. Yeah, and that, before before it becoming a problem, like, like if we see like Pokemon Go, um, where they employ uh, a patch and they or they change a dynamic to something before it goes on too long they addressed it and they addressed it very quickly well, that's, that's awesome to hear i it, like when when games are when they listen to their community and they you know try to figure out what they want and they actually make changes exactly and on top of that uh I think a lot of the allure that goes into Fortnite is the support behind it. Um, How so? Well, well, by support, I don't mean like a technical technical standpoint, but of the people oh, okay. who who okay. play it. Like we see, like uh, when okay. Ninja was playing with Drake, cool. like that's a crazy thing, you know? Yeah, that is. It's like he plays the same game that I play. There's a possibility that me and Drake could be in the same lobby. There's a possibility that me and Ninja could be in the same lobby. Like and and yeah, that I'm I'm never going to I'm never going to go against Sarah on ladder. Exactly. And and yeah. that's another level of allure about it is every single game there's been times I don't know if you know there's this there's this rapper uh his name is uh Young Gravy. Have you ever heard of him? You you mentioned him but no I've never heard of him. 
Yeah, so we're with we're we're playing squads, me and a couple of friends of mine, and we're in a game with the Dakotas, which are very high performing uh Fortnite players and and this rapper, Young Gravy. And um it's it's incredible because you can do that. You know, yeah. like what yeah. what other game can you do that with? Go you can't you can't load up you can't load up a, a game of like uh I'm trying to think here. I'd say Call of Duty is probably your best bet. Yeah, Call of Duty is probably going to be your best bet, but where you're only getting like 16, maybe 32 players per lobby. Now you're looking at 100 people per lobby, and these games happen fast, man. You can go through games very quickly. And we bump in like a, another friend of mine. He bumped into uh, Nick Murphs, and and it's not uncommon to hear stories of um oh man i bumped into blah 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 and it's kind of like bumping into them into the street sure because nine time nine times out of ten they're probably streaming so you can log mm-hmm. on to their stream and you can get that moment where they just killed you <laughs> and as fucked up as it is they're like it's it's attractive you're like it's oh your, shit i just got 10 seconds of fame yeah it's like fuck dude i just got killed by such and such i just got killed by mm-hmm. fucking tifu <laughs> and and now all of a sudden it's like oh man like you got your blood rushing on top of that and it's like dude that was cool and i think that community uh that that that, that support that support with these bigger players into it and, and like celebrities into it, people you think you'd never bump into. How many people, how many people do you think bump into, into Drake that night and realized it was Drake? Well, I don't know. I have no idea. I want to see. They probably know Ninja before they knew it was Drake. Right, right, right. It was, but they, you know, I'm sure Ninja's handle is far more public than Drake's is. Yeah, so Drake played with Ninja and he played with Travis and Juju. Mm-hmm. And um and man, it's some ah, that I, I think that's hilarious. I think that is here it is, Drizzy Drake's tweet playing Fortnite with Ninja. This was last year in March. That's crazy. Yeah, it is. It is crazy. Oh, man. He knows what League of Legends is. (laughs) Snacking on pizza while he plays. Drake says God's plan while reviving Travis Scott. That's funny. He confirms that he enjoys pineapple Pineapple on pizza. This This is hilarious. this This is how mainstream Fortnite has become. Oh man, here we go. I gotta show this. For people who are just viewing this, I just pulled, I mean, uh, people who are just listening to the audio clip, I just pulled up a uh, a video here of uh, Drake in-game with with Ninja and Travis Scott. And and Drake's as he's reviving, um, as he's reviving Travis Scott, he ends up saying God's plan. And I think I think that this, along among 
many other things is why Fortnite is where it's at. The community, the community is it's huge. It's huge. It's a, and and just to put in perspective, as Faisy had said, um, it's so mainstream that a lot of things like this end up happening. And it also came it also came at a point where uh, for where gaming gaming was a little bit stale. Um, PUBG has been out for for a certain amount of time and it just offered a fresh pace. Uh, I'm sorry, a fresh face uh, where it just had so much exclusiveness about it. It has the battle pass and you're able to get all these different kinds of skins. You're able to get all these different kinds of emotes, these dances. You can connect with friends from different platforms. Uh, you don't even have to necessarily go into games and kill. You can go in and play uh, the missions and challenges and achievements, but it, it it's a very successful game um for for to, to say the least it's 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 been uh very accessible on its endeavors yes it definitely has it it's it's insane but it's nice just, to see because as a gamer as a gamer somebody who's been gaming ever since i've been a kid playing uh so many games it's nice if not anything, it is nice seeing how what once labeled people to be like geeks or losers or you play this game, you play that game. Gaming is now it has it has a different appeal. Yes. No, I think that a lot of people share your same sentiment. A lot of people who growing up, they were marginalized because of their love for video games or, you know, even playing, um, I think they now are finding acceptance where they used to not uh, twitch you know has provided a platform for people who even play you know less popular games than fortnite to find like-minded individuals and connect with them and i think that's been great for a lot of people i think twitch is a great platform for that um it's just a fortnite has you know been the biggest thing on it for this whole entire year Right, right, right. And and again, I was very against the game, uh, but just seeing how easy it is to connect with other players really got me into it. And as I started playing in, playing more and more and understanding the mechanics of building and how satisfying it is to be able to outbuild somebody and use my builds to my advantage to uh, beat the other player. Oh, man, I'll tell you what, it does something to you. My, my adrenaline... Um, that that the anxiety that I feel while I play Fortnite is is uncomparable. I haven't I haven't felt this this level anxiety in a game for a very long time. Now my anxiety there there's an, a level of anxiety while I play StarCraft, and I'll always I'll always go back to StarCraft, and I'll always be playing StarCraft. In fact, it's scheduled in my streams every Thursday that I'll be playing StarCraft, but. Um, the the level of anxiety that goes into uh in into Fortnite is incredible. Just just for me, really? yeah. When when you actually get into a build battle and and you're like, let's say for example, last night I was playing with a buddy of mine. I I get into a build battle and he's the muscle. This guy he's a phenomenal player. I hold my own weight, but this guy he's a phenomenal player. He he gets killed 
very early into the build battle and now it's me against two other people and i'm just like oh son of a bitch and these guys if they kill him they outbuild him and they killed him if they outbuild him and kill him i'll tell you what this guy always beats me on a one-on-one every single time and you know what what it kind of reminds me of what you know when you know when you have like a clump of bio right 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 are unseaged and then you just see a, a million banelings come at you and you're like fuck 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 split split like yeah 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 that yeah, yeah feeling of dread like oh god damn it's like oh it. shit right i feel like that build battles are comparable to that in a sense because you're just going at a million miles an hour like yeah it's very quick memory. you you can't think you just have to you go, have go, to go. do exactly and there's a term it, there's a term that even goes into it just to accurately uh, just to more accurately uh capitalize on that point there's a lot of people who just panic build who just built to build just because they need a build <laughs> You know, and then you can tell they're panic building because sometimes their builds make no sense. Like they'll end up cucking themselves in a way where like, ah, shit, they build a wall in front of them than when they shouldn't have. And now they got to edit through that. But yeah, it's it's a do or die situation. So my my friend gets clapped. There's these two other people. Now I got to I got to I'm thinking, man, I'm fucking done. They killed him. I'm I'm a goner. And. But I've been practicing with him a lot in creative and um, creative is a mode where you have like infinite mats and you can make your own map and whatnot. So we do build battles in there and a build battle is when we're just uh, you're kind of like building around each other in hopes to kill the other person. Like, okay, I got a shot, shoot them, I build a wall and then maybe they'll try to regain the high ground or get on top of you. They try to get a shot and it's just back and forth until the other person dies. And usually it happens between uh, people who are good builders. So my, my, my friend gets clapped where he's always pulling off the clutches. And uh, so I'm playing. My, my adrenaline's fucking pumping. It's it's getting hot and heavy. I'm like, holy shit. Um, but I'm executing my builds. I'm thinking <laughs> about our practices. Um, I'm, I'm throwing down the ramps right after I take a shot. And I'm, I'm putting them in little boxes. And I end up uh, killing both of them. And by the end of that... I was just like, son of a bitch. It was like, God damn. I'm the fucking man. Right. And you're just like, holy shit. Give myself a pat on the back for that. But you know what? I get that same gratification when I pull off a a, a win in StarCraft. But just to put in perspective, um, this happened several times. One, one game. Fortnite game, you know? Yeah, sure, sure. And then the grand pot is you win the battle royale and if yep. you just if you just win from creeping around and you got one kill two kill and you just barely pass by and you win because the other person mess up that's that's not a real win but if you're going a hot drop and a hot drop is where a lot of players are are dropping down and if you go in there you come out alive of there you you run through players um as the storm gets lower and you're coming out with a high kill count and you win the gratification behind it is incredible or swinging that e-dick around oh yeah as it will possibly stress oh yeah oh yeah man and it and it's so nice because especially if you got a squad you got four people you guys are doing call outs you guys are like oh there's a guy over here this that and third oh this guy's low mm-hmm. he has no armor does anybody have this and you guys are just having this synergy and this is comparable just with any team-based game but it happens so frequently because the community is so strong it takes less than five seconds to start up a game um and and being able to get into these interactions is so 
satisfying and of what cost the game is free exactly all you invest is your time i think that's incredible uh now we're we're coming up so we've been doing this podcast i want to say for about two hours and different from uh the last podcast uh, i think we did about three hours so we're gonna try to bring down our time a little bit so (laughs) let's move on to this next topic which i thought was pretty intriguing um because at it's it's such a great time to be alive and 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 what i mean by that is we're seeing integrations of things that we normally wouldn't see or is unpopular from large corporations and companies and developers that you wouldn't see take uh certain stances on things and blizzard takes a stance by revealing that one of the characters is actually homosexual or bisexual two of the characters tracer Tracer and and seven right Mm -hmm. now i don't i i don't actually play overwatch i hear it's a phenomenal game i hear it's very much like team fortress classic um just a little bit more involved i played it i played it for a while it's um it's a lot of fun. Um, there's a bunch of different characters. They're all, you know, supposed to be from different walks of life, and I think that's sort of what they're trying to touch on with um, Tracer and Soldier Seventy Six being gay. That, um, you know, basically anyone can become anything. Is I think their message with a lot of this. And personally, I, I think that if you have an issue with virtual characters having relationships with other virtual characters that you need to that's a different level of homophobic you, you need to you need to figure out what's going on in your life right if it makes you you know feel some type of way that a character in a video game has a different sexual orientation than you i mean i think you have something to figure out before you hop back on the computer my guy so now, how did they go about <laughs> revealing this? Because I read this for so a little I bit. I actually don't. I actually don't know. And when I found this article, I was just looking for something that, you know, confirmed that they did release that the information that he was gay. I didn't read anything really about this article. I just wanted to make sure that I was correct that they had actually that they had actually said that Soldier Seventy Six is gay. So I I went over it very briefly, and to my understanding, uh, there's no like online. Uh, there's no like on uh, the game isn't revolved around like campaign, but there was an online short story. Um, so it's outside of the game, and a lot of like this backstory yes. is outside and takes no part in the game. So to elaborate, yes. if you've played the game for years and years and years and years, and you've never paid attention to any of this, it does not affect anyone of any manner. It's just, it's just a little bit of bio about the character that has, doesn't it's, affect the person's gameplay, how they look. Nothing. Yeah, it's very, it's very similar to something like League of Legends that has a lore behind the characters, but it has basically no, doesn't even matter. Shorter. Doesn't sure, even it matter. Has some effect to like some of the abilities they might have, but it doesn't have actual any it doesn't have any effect on the actual gameplay so it's sort of an accessory thing that if you don't want to pay attention to it you don't have to at all exactly so how do you feel uh do you do you feel that uh by blizzard introducing to this stirred up a level of controversy you think of people some some i think some people might say that this is somewhat pandering or trying to interject a 
you know, um, a stance into a video game where it's not necessary. Right. And in some cases, I would agree. But with this, I don't really feel that it's, you know, too forced because it's not shoved in your face when you play the game. Like, you know, you don't play the character and you're like, well, this is definitely a gay man. And, you know, some people might not be able to they might have such an aversion to that that they might want to not want to play the game. I had no idea. Right. Until I saw this article. So it's it's an accessory thing that let's be honest, they can do as they please. If they want to make all the characters gay, it doesn't matter. Like, I think that it's great that they are incorporating, you know, people of um, different sexual orientation into their game, you know, to try to get greater representation for uh, uh, populations who have been underrepresented in gaming for quite a long time. I agree. There was a... There was something I don't it's 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 unfortunate how much I remember of it. So there was a large debate. Uh, I want to say maybe about two years ago or two to three years ago where there was this woman that had brought up and initiated a movement where can i I, before you get on to this can i i have one thing to add to what i just said sure 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 go for it i feel like i will completely forget it if i don't say it now i don't know how familiar you are with um battlefield 5 right but there's a character i it might be the main character is a woman with a prosthetic hand now that to me seems like interjecting a person or a character where they don't fit because it's supposed to be in world war ii i see i remember correctly men fought in world war ii and women stayed in the states and worked right they they did a lot of the jobs that were essential for the u.s effort but they were not fighting on the front lines right like administration nurses etc well, at manufacturing, literally right. every job that, you know, had previously been filled by a man at the time, because prior to that time, it was the man worked and the woman stayed at home. But when there weren't enough bodies to do all the job, the woman, the women stepped up and, you know, continued to, you know, do what needed to be done so that the U.S. could, um, you know, win the war with the help of the allies. But I feel like putting a woman without a hand who can somehow shoot a gun is a bit putting something where it shouldn't be if you're trying to be historically accurate like they said they were. If you're trying to make a fantasy World War II game, 100%, do whatever you want. So I just wanted to say that like, I, I don't think that Blizzard is you know, sticking their nose where they shouldn't. I think that they've, you know, I think that this is totally up to their discretion i completely support them in in this endeavor but continue with what you were saying okay okay so i just looked up i i did look that up just to see if there were um and to my understanding um you're right in that women had roles 
in in war if they did participate while there was a shortage of men saying that they helped with like manufacturing or um there were they weren't fighting they weren't yes, fighting on the front lines but um and and i think it was like uh i think i think to my uh to my understanding is that a lot of so do you think that there could there possibly have been a woman that that had you know that was actually in why the, either the the British army or the American army in World War II and they they there could have been anything there could have been a dog that there could have there could have been anything but to say but if we're going accurate, like general just, general accuracy if you're saying that you're trying to accurately represent the time I think it, it it's a misstep. But if you're saying we're basing it off of this individual who did these great things during this war at this time, X, Y, Z, sure, go for it. But that's not what they were claiming. So, right, 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 right. Gotcha, 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 gotcha. Very interesting. Very interesting. I, you know what? I heard, I heard about that um, from somebody else once Battlefield Five had came out. And, um, let me see. I have a name here. Hold on. Okay. So interesting. There was a, there was like all female, there were all female units. Mm-hmm. in world war ii uh like and and there were some women that did take arms um in world war ii uh one of them being the most famed sniper quote unquote ludmilia pavlichenko that's an easy name and uh Lu- she has confirmed 309 kills holy shit 309 kills and is regarded as one of the top military snipers of all time and the most successful female sniper in history god damn so i think what would be important is i've never played battlefield 5 I th- nor have i i think what would be important and, and i would definitely have to look into this is to see what they pitch. I gotta see what they're pitching because this is a Soviet. This is a Soviet um, woman who fought for the Red Army in World War II, and it seems like um, that this was a little bit more popular in um, not popular, but this was a little bit more of a norm in other places, like. Or to specialize all female units like the 588th Night Bomber Regiment, aka the Night Witches, but there were, depending on the source, at least 800,000 women serving in some capacity and possibly up to 2 million, breaking them down into combat, uh, combatants and non combatants. Uh, that, that part is tricky. Okay, so it seems like there's a lot more about this that. 
I'm not sure about. And I think that this was part of the Soviet army. I, I, I think that's what I'm reading. No, the game is not. You're not playing from the Soviet perspective. I see. So I see. So I would need to play this game and, and I would, I would need to see what they're pitching as far as like general accuracy and how this, that, that, that goes. But that's a very interesting take because, uh, segueing into what I was, uh, mentioning, going back into, um, introduction of, uh, bisexuality or homosexuality with Tracer and a uh, soldier mm-hmm. 76, um, an integration of, uh, some sort of representation of a view. Um, there was something that, about a year or two year ago, two years ago, there was a woman who made a a game. It was a text based game. I don't I don't remember it too much, but it was a text based game, and the game was actually revolved around like depression. And um, I believe this this same woman had um, led a movement. Um, I could I could be saying the wrong thing, but it could be something in relation to like Watergating or some something. What it is, uh, but she was trying to bring up the point where women were misrepresented in gaming uh that generally speaking like it's a male it's a male character or um if it is a female character a lot of times they're very overly sexualized like uh characters from Tomb Raider or <laughs> um like Tifa from Final Fantasy 7 or things like that. Street Fighter games. Yeah, well, I mean, if you look at gaming, it's been a predominantly male thing for a very long time. The people who develop them, the people who sell them, the people who play them. It's been predominantly male forever, really. So to expect it to pander to both markets, um, you're somewhat alienating the people who made you who you are. That doesn't seem like a smart business decision to me. Right, right, if you right. Want to make a, if you want to make a game that, you know, is more appealing to women and is supposed to be more appealing to women, X, Y, Z, sure, totally fine, go for it. But right. if you're a company trying to make as much money as possible, that's not in your best interest. Right. So that that this, this isn't the first kind of um, – this isn't the first kind of uh, – conversation that's been brought up about the risk uh, the misrepresentation of a certain uh, gender or identity but i think that with this in this particular instant instance for overwatch to reveal two characters uh may have a level of bisexuality or homosexuality with them for me personally it doesn't affect me and i think that's pretty i think it's pretty neat yeah. i think it's pretty I, cool yeah. I agree with you 100%. Now with gaming being as large as it is and it making as much money as it does and these streaming platforms as successful as they are, I think it is a silly thing to or it would almost be ignorant to believe that um, there isn't a different kind of of, a very wide variety of different kinds of people uh from all walks of life that are now involved into it and i think i think this is pretty neat and and going back earlier as i was saying is what a time to be alive to be able to see these kinds of things uh starting to make uh break ground and with blizzard with blizzard being uh, a more popular name what 
what what better what better company to do it than a company that has a lot of weight into it. I feel like maybe if you are a smaller company, uh, you might have something to lose if you're concerned about those kinds of things. But if you're not, hey, go for it. It might work out, might work out well. But if you don't have the weight, maybe controversial um, integration of certain identities might not be beneficial for, for them. It may or may not be. I don't know uh, how it would go down, but I think it's a safer bet like a, a larger company take this kind of um take this kind of approach because they have so many good titles behind them they have history behind them reputation if they do something like this it's unlikely in my opinion that they'll end up um receiving going under yeah yeah it's also it also one thing that i think is really important to point out is that if you don't want to be involved in that story you don't have to be it's not required to play the game right if you want to follow the stories of the characters and are interested then you can however you want but it's it's not you know a part of let's say the campaign or you know whatever and i think that's great as well because it it gives those who want to be involved with that part you know, total freedom to do so. And those who don't, they can ignore it like it never existed. Now, not going too much into it, but you and I, we had a conversation with one of our, uh, one of the viewers um, on stream the other day um, who himself is, is homosexual. And he was, uh, he was speaking to us, about like the 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 difficulties uh, that he has to deal with in his in his country and mm-hmm. whatnot, and he vocalized to us how much he appreciated our community and and how much it meant to him. And I didn't realize that it had that effect on him and how grateful he was for it, or that it needed that he even needed to be grateful for it, you know, because I'm, I'm just streaming, I'm doing my thing. I'm, I'm, I'm just trying to be nice. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm making genuine interactions. I can care less whether, what a, what a person's preferences are that, that has never had effect on me. I look at people for, for people, but he, he had you look at people for people. I look at also. people for who they are, you know? Sure. No, no, I completely agree with you. I, yeah, I personally, uh, someone's, preferences have no effect on what I think of them. Right. Um, But yeah, it was, you know, he, this individual described a pretty unfortunate circumstance or unfortunate circumstances that they have to live in day by day and how people where they live treat, you know, individuals that um, have, you know, the same preferences that this individual does. And we talked for maybe 30 minutes, maybe 45 minutes with this person. And they weren't the only person who wasn't straight to come into the um, channel and say, like, hey, like, thank you for doing this or whatever. You know, it was something like that. It was little things. And, you know, this individual is talking about what a difference it made to be able to talk to someone who doesn't tell you that you're worthless or doesn't tell you, you know, doesn't, um, you know, tell you all these nasty things that he, they were saying. And so something like 
Soldier 76 being gay, you know, it it gives people of that, you know, those preferences, you know, an affirmation that, you know, it's they're not wrong in any way or that they shouldn't, you know, be looked down on by anyone because they shouldn't. It has no bearing on who they are as a person. Right. And on top of that, like if 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 uh, maybe maybe somebody like uh, when I play games, uh, generally speak, well, I don't really do it as much anymore, but I remember doing it as like a kid. Um, so maybe let's say there's 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 a, uh, a child out there or, or maybe just somebody who's struggling with these things, to my point, um, seeing things like this, uh, seeing that there is a representation of them in such a popular game not of them but somebody like them that's kicking sure, ass that's cool yeah. as hell you know and act as a role model right like i think that's awesome i agree with you i think that i think that's i think that's a great i think that's a great move on their part and kudos i've always been a big fan of blizzard uh, there's some things i don't necessarily agree with that they've They've taken as far as approach for some games, not not in game content. There's, I just dislike some of their games, but that that's another yeah, story. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> uh, but kudos to them for doing this, and huge huge points because people don't understand uh, what what people go through on a day to day basis, and something like this. Even though to to some people may seem small, um, especially since it's outside of the game, in my opinion, can make all the difference. It's also, you know, what what would how would this character having a different preference take anything away from you? Exactly. You know, it doesn't. It doesn't matter. I, I don't understand why anyone would have an issue with something like this. Personally, I mean, I, I can't. I just can't see an argument for it. Right. I agree. And if somebody does have a problem with it, going back earlier, they really just need a. They just really need a, a reevaluate themselves and stay off the internet for a little bit, buddy, because it's not a place <laughs> for you. <laughs> You're not old enough. You don't want to pop in my chat. Is all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> gonna get banned. You're gonna get banned. Yep, yep, yep. Now, so I want to cover the. I want to go over. Let me see. Um, we have a couple of topics here, but for the sake of the time, I think maybe we can even have the rest of these uh, for next week. So yeah, you know what? Let's do totally, that. Totally. So we've spoken about StarCraft for a couple of times, and I think I would like to take the opportunity to dive a little bit more into StarCraft and give it its own. Um, own respective segment as part as as part of next week's stream. We'll, we'll talk I'm, about the state of the game, the most recent patch, what's going on with it, and other things that we'd like to talk about as well. Is uh, Heroes of the Storm? If you guys are familiar that uh, familiar of that, as well as uh, Warcraft Three. So we're gonna have an interesting amount of. Um, uh, an interesting amount of topics. I know StarCraft has a great audience behind it. So I, I really want to cater cater to you guys who 
who watch StarCraft from the sidelines, who respect the game, and me being as a StarCraft player, it's very near dear to my heart. So I'd, I want to really get into that, um, into that next time. Yeah, I completely agree. Uh, I mean, I had a I had a great great time tonight. Thank you all for coming out. <laughs> Thank Hopefully you all for coming to you. see us. <laughs> Hopefully, we will catch you next time. Yeah, guys, I appreciate it. Thank you so much for spending time with us. And this is the nightly commute with your hosts, Fazy and Malam or Unknown or Mike, whichever, whichever you want to call me. I, I really can care less. Um, we're going to be trying to push into multiple platforms. We're using Anchor FM at the moment, but it's been a little bit of a learning curve. So bear with us right now. It's only on one platform and it seems like I'm having problems uploading it to other other medias but uh as as we're developing as a podcast we hope to be able to evolve in how we provide our content and hopefully it's engaging and and we're hoping to become more engaging as time goes on and and as we create create this for you guys yeah we look to push it out to other platforms and if you have any topics you'd like us to discuss or any missed connections you want us to read you can oh yeah misconnections could email us at phasey.nightlycommute at gmail.com or you can join either of our discords the links will both be in the description great guys thanks for coming out or thank you for tuning in and we'll see you next time take care